You are listening to the Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm Meryl Arnett, mama, meditator, and co-owner of Sacred Chill West. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a 20-minute guided meditation. Be sure to listen to the end of today's episode to find out how you can join the next virtual meditation class for free. Welcome to today's episode, you guys. Thanks for being here. Before we jump into today's episode, I just want to take a minute to talk about meditating outside. I don't know about y'all, but throughout these last couple months with the pandemic, I have been spending more and more time outdoors, just trying to get away from the four walls of my home to create a little bit of space for myself and a little bit of grounding. And as I do this, I have never been more thankful for my sponsor of the podcast, GoZafu. They have created this incredible meditation cushion. I know you've heard me talk about it before. I have never used it so much as I have in these last few months. So it is this little cushion and pad that's about the size of a lunchbox. I clip it on my pack set out for a hike for the day, and wherever it feels right to stop and sit for my meditation practice, I unclip this little box, unfold it, I've got a comfy cushion and a pad to protect my shins, my ankles from the ground, the rocks, and I'm able to sit, enjoy my practice, fold it back up, hike back out, and it is so easy and comfortable and really truly solves a actual problem I have when it comes to meditating outside. I hope you guys will take a second to check out gozafu.com. You can find the link in the show notes. You can also find the code mindful10, M-I-N-D-F-U-L-1-0, which will save you 10% on your Gozafu meditation cushion. I hope you use it outdoors. I hope you find a lot of peace in your practice right now. And now, let's jump into today's class. So we are in the third week of our series already. I, I, you know, starting a week early, it's like the month isn't even half over and already we're at the end of this September series. But I'm glad because it feels like the right thing to be talking about right now. So we have been exploring the idea of learning to let go. And the three specific layers of learning to let go that we're working on in our practice. And the one that we're addressing tonight is perhaps the most subtle. And also, I'm going to guess, at least slightly familiar to many of you. Because no matter how, you know, we can look at a meditation practice from a thousand angles and from a hundred different lineages and teachers, and we can have all the series we want. But it's not like I'm inventing something new. It's not a new practice. It's just the practice of meditation. And the words might change slightly, but the meat of it, the truth of the practice is always the same. So this third tenant of letting go is letting go of your thoughts, and even more so, letting go of identifying yourself as the thinker. 
letting go of identifying yourself as the thinker. And now, if you remember last month's series in August, when we were talking about the three qualities of self, one of those qualities of the capital S self was the self is aware of itself. And we started to talk about this idea of the piece of our mind that can turn around and see itself, right? It can witness itself happening. And that's exactly what we're talking about again tonight, right? And so um, before we started recording, Allison and I were chatting about this um, program we were both in with uh, one of our teachers, Tracy Stanley. And in the program, she referenced awareness as two-pronged, which I really liked. I just liked the wording of that because it felt very clear. Two-pronged awareness. The idea being the first prong and likely the prong most of us are most familiar with is the one who's thinking. I'm going through my day. I'm moving from thought to thought to thought, reaction to reaction to reaction. And this is just how I've lived my life. But there is also a second prong, which is the one who knows that it's thinking. The one who's aware of the thought process happening. So what we're going to practice tonight as we're thinking of letting go of thoughts, letting go of identifying yourself as a thinker, is how do I shift from that primary prong to the secondary prong, the one we're less familiar with? How do we learn how to move into the seat of the witness? And there's a hundred thousand metaphors that we could use for this, but I'm going to use my favorite because we were talking about the studio and the studio was on, you know, it didn't seem like a busy road, but somehow it was a busy road. There was a lot of trucks and it was noisy. There was like a lot of road noise in that studio. So the metaphor I always think of when I think of meditation is the cars on the road outside wherever you are in this moment, right? Many of us are in our homes, I'm guessing. And so maybe there's no cars driving by or one lone car at a time. Never in the years that I taught in that studio, never once did a student jump up from class, run out the door, go get in one of those cars and go for a ride. No matter how loud the car was, no matter if the truck honked five times or not, it never happened. Sometimes we noticed, sometimes we kind of looked over our shoulder, glanced at the door, glanced at the window, and we always just turned back around and continued on with class. The idea with our thoughts is the thoughts are the cars, right? So we're sitting here, there's a road somewhere outside wherever you are, And likely there's a car at some point driving down that road. This is a thought. And sometimes there might be a whole lot of cars. 6 p.m. rush hour, bumper to bumper. Sometimes there's just one. Sometimes it's a Corvette. Sometimes it's a Bronco. The road doesn't care. The road doesn't feel like it's cooler because it's a Corvette. The road doesn't feel more popular in rush hour. The road does not care what car is on it. But I know when I started talking about cars, every single person has like the car in that, right? Like, well, I'm a Bronco kind of girl. Who are you? And it says a whole bunch about my personality and who I think I am in the world, right? 
I'm going to like create a little identity just based on the car I like most. This is how we are with our thoughts. This is who I am. These are the thoughts I have. These are the beliefs I have. This is who I am. Hard stop. And the practice of meditation is saying, get out of the car. Get out of the car and look around. When you're driving down the road, how many cars are you aware of? Right? The car in front of you. If we're paying attention, the cars to both sides of us and maybe behind us. So at most, probably four cars, likely one, right? Let's be real. If you are on the side of the road, you get to see all the cars. You get to see every single one that drives by. You don't have to decide which ones stay and which ones go. You don't stop some and let some move on. They just pass by. You see them. And then they're out of sight. The next one's coming. So the practice of letting go of identifying with the thinker, if you'll let me keep working this metaphor, is get out of your car. Let go of the idea that there is one thing or two or three things that define who you are as a being. Because the practice of meditation, the teacher's over the span of 2,500 years and a multitude of teaching lineages say the same thing, which is we are so much bigger. We are so much bigger. And how valuable, especially here in the States as we're moving into an election season, how valuable for us as individuals to be able to connect to that sense of more expansive versus let me lock the doors and roll up the windows, right? And so as we're, as we're talking about this, I, I want a voice that I understand and experience also that it can be scary. It can be scary to say, let me get out of my car. Let me walk around a bit knowing that I might come back and the car is gone. That can be scary, right? If you've spent 30, 40, 50, 60 years in the same car or with the same set of beliefs and you decide even for half a minute to check out something different, you can feel like you're losing self. And so all these other tenants, letting go of tension, step one, letting go of desire, step two, they circle back in. They bolster us so that we don't get lost in fear and jump back in that car, right? So we practice, and all this practice is, is how many of my thoughts can I catch? Catch meaning um, see, not hold on to catch, but like how many of them can I notice are happening in my mind in the moment as they're passing by? How many cars can I count in the span of a meditation, right? Without saying this is a good thought or a bad thought, I need to change this thought, I need to let it go. 
we're just practicing watching and letting go. So the, you know, the myriad of metaphors I mentioned, clouds in the sky, ripples in the water, leaves on a tree. We could go on for days. But you might hear one and be like, oh, I like that. That makes sense to me. And as we practice, then you start to hold this piece in your mind, that image or that phrase. Can I remember that my thoughts are ripples on the lake? Can I remember that my thoughts are like leaves on a tree? Or clouds in the sky? Or cars in a road? And as we start to be able to create that sense of space between us and our thoughts, and we begin to trust letting go of them a little bit, that they don't completely define us. The gift that we get is that gift of wise discernment. Because, you know, you might get out of your car and walk around and go, this car's pretty good. Tires are in good shape. Not too dented. It's got another 100,000 miles on it. Great. And you might get out and decide, I don't know. I think I'm going to get a new car. Or I think I'm going to walk. We get this ability to take a bigger view of what's happening and how we're responding in a moment. And then we have choice. Rather than being steered by the stories of decades, the stories we've told ourselves since we were little. And so we're going to practice here And as we do, I'll just invite in one of those metaphors. You can choose which one resonates as a practice for letting thoughts go. And then all you have to do is notice what happens. Notice if there's some thought that comes up that you're like, oh no, I am not letting that one go. Or no, 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 this is this thought is fine. It's a good thought. I'm holding this one right here. It's perfect. Notice what your response is as you explore not identifying as the thinker. Right? This is where we get to create some freedom for ourselves. If it feels scary, you can always open your eyes and just connect back to where you are. You can always scan through the body and just soften tension once again, especially in the jaw and the shoulders. And you can always remind yourself, just let go of desire. You know, if the desire piece is the, well, I want to be a person who dot, dot, dot. I want to be a person who's liked I want to be a person who's successful. I want whatever it is that you want to be thought of as. What if we even let that go? Even if it's only in the secrecy of our own practice. Let's find out. Okay, find a comfortable seat. So if your legs are crossed, you might uncross them, cross them the other way. If you're seated in a chair, you could sit with your feet flat on the earth. Hands on the lap, palms face down. And when you're ready, you could just let your eyes drift closed. And if that doesn't feel quite right, you can always take a soft gaze down towards the earth. That's always welcome. 
And as we settle into our practice here, take a deep breath in. Exhale out a sigh. And we'll do that once more, inhaling deeply. Exhaling out a sigh. Allowing your breath just to flow. Using these first few breaths as your transition. Letting go of not only the day that you've had thus far, but also the thoughts, ideas, opinions about the talk we just had. Just feel yourself settle a bit more into your body. Relaxing out across the hips and the thighs. Lifting up and lengthening through the spine, crown of the head, reaching up. And with that sense of gentle awareness, just silently say to yourself, now is my time to meditate. Now is my time to meditate. And with that statement, the muscles in the face soften. And so your forehead smooths out and broadens. The skin around the eyes softens. And the lips, the jaw. Even the inside of the cheeks, they just melt a little bit. And as you breathe, you might feel along the sides of your neck and out across your shoulders. Just inviting yourself to let go of any tension. And you might take a moment to feel the chest rising and falling. You could feel the belly expanding and contracting. And in fact, for a moment here, let all of your awareness rest on that expansion and contraction. Feeling the very edges of yourself expand as you breathe in. 
and subtly contract as you breathe out. Expand as you breathe in and contract as you breathe out. Within that expansion and contraction, perhaps you can sense that the boundaries of your being are fluid. That when we're safe and relaxed, we're able to expand into a fuller version of ourselves. Every breath expanding. Subtly contracting. And as you're feeling that expansion and contraction. See if you can notice the part of you that's watching yourself expand and contract. settle into that seat of witness. We'll just gently continue on. Expanding. Contracting. Expanding. Contracting. Witnessing expansion. Witnessing contraction. We're going to settle into about seven minutes of silence here. And as we do, just do your best to keep feeling expansion, contraction. And when you feel yourself thinking or drifting off, you might acknowledge that thought or that daydream as a car driving by. 
or a ripple in a pond or a leaf falling from a tree. Letting go of the thought, letting go of the idea that you are the thinker. And just come back to that sense of expansion over and over. Let go of the thinker and come back to expansion.
feeling your breath deep in here. Noticing if you are having a thought in this moment and if you are or were, let it go. Feeling perhaps that breath grow even deeper here so that that expansion and contraction is even more obvious. And subtly straightening up the spine. If you've slumped over, you can wiggle through your fingers, through your toes. When you're ready, draw your palms together in front of your heart like a prayer. Rub your hands together. <clears throat> Building just a little bit of heat, a little bit of friction. And then gently cupping those hands right over your eyes. And just taking a moment for that heat to move from palms through skin all the way into that midbrain, just re-enlivening the brain. And when you feel fully ready, you'll very slowly start to blink the eyes open. Let the hands fall away. Namaste. Thanks for listening to the Mindful Minute. If you're enjoying these episodes, consider joining me for the recording of this podcast every Monday night during my live virtual meditation class. If you tune in for the live class, you get the bonus content that isn't included in the podcast episodes. There's always time for Q&A, and there's always the chance to connect with me personally. I would love to see your faces, and better yet, if you leave me a review of this podcast, screenshot it, email it to Meryl at MerylArnett.com. You get your first class with me for free. Email your review to Meryl, M-E-R-Y-L at MerylArnett, M-E-R-Y-L-A-R-N-E-T-T.com. Get your first class for free. You can find out the schedule, how to register, all of that good stuff by going to my website, MerylArnett.com. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next week.